Welcome to the Extreme, everybody. Hey there, Extremers. Oh my gosh, I just looked at my levels and I'm really high. Let me turn this down. Ah. Okay, maybe that's a bit better now. Hey. Hey. Okay, how's it going, guys? My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Yeah, that's true. Nailed it. All right. So, while we're getting into this, Joe, what am I going to ask yes. you? What? What am I going to ask you? Um, how am I? And Zach, I'm doing great. Uh, not what I was going to ask you, but fair Damn. enough. I appreciate your, your openness. What did we do last mm. week, buddy? You know the drill. We're on episode 35. Yeah, <laughs> but I have to, like, make it funny and shit. Fair enough. Can't just, like, say it. I guess we could do that. So what did we do last week? All right, Zach. We did um, the power plant and capital building. Nice. And those were yeah. pretty good. Like, well, one of them was pretty good. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but today we're going through the last two levels that we got uh, on the docket here. The mines and the highway. Yeah. So, let's just... Very, which very one do you want to go through? Um, which, which one, one, one should we go through? Let's do... Should we do the mine? Yeah, I'm, dig, I'm down to dig, dig deep in the mines. <laughs> let's, uh, let's rock out and check out the mines. Oh, mine. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, well, you got to give out on that one. That just wasn't great. <laughs> How about mine your own business? Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. That was gold. Okay, I'm gonna go out on that. We're gonna you take gold. We're gonna take a quick break, play a little bit of music here, and we'll be right back after we play through the mine. Welcome back. How are you guys doing? Hope you enjoyed the mines. Yeah. Not the mines of Moria, just normal mines. The mines of Gunvolt. The mines the mines of Seismic. Seismic. <laughs> Se Seismic Mines. Town. 
Or as they, I guess they would call it, the Mick Mines. The Mick Mines? <laughs> yeah, it's his nickname, right? Mick? <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. It's actually not just a mine. It's actually a mine where they pull burgers out of the wall, and then they sell them to this clown who marks them up at ridiculously high prices. <laughs> the rocks kind of look like burgers in this level. Yeah. I want a burger now. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the mine that we just went through here. So yeah. let's just starting off, uh, talk about the music. Um, uh, why, Joey, why am I picturing this music as some kind of montage music in like a Rocky, th- a Rocky movie? Because <laughs> that's what it is. It sounds so much like this would fit in any Rocky movie. Like if yeah. you had 8-bit Rocky... This would yeah, be like Rocky. That's this, it. This would be his like Vince Diacola Rocky theme. Mm-hmm. It's I, very Mega Man too. I found. Yeah, I mean that it's still got that chiptune synth to it that gives it its yeah. Mega Man edge, but just yeah. like the the orchestration of the piece itself kind of made it seem like a it could be a montage theme. I get it. I see it. Or if it's like the you're like going into the mine and just like I don't really want to work today. What if I just <laughs> what if I just montage through my day? Hi ho, hi ho. <laughs> exactly, and you're just like that's that wasn't the music, but shooting bad guys <laughs> in the mind. <Yeah. laughs> exactly, that's how it's going. Um, <laughs> but uh, this sec- this level is actually broken up by section. So mm-hmm. section C O one, we get introduced to our first. Our mechanic for the level, which is uh, crumbling platforms. Yeah. Um, which is a very, very uh, stand or a very, very Mega Man ish kind of yeah. conception. Classic. It's a classic. Yeah, I think this, a similar kind of thing came into play around Mega Man 1 uh, mm-hmm. when they had, uh, I believe it was in Gutsman stage. Uh, he was also one of those land mover robots, so maybe I'm kind of sensing a pattern here. But uh, oh. instead of the platforms crumbling, they would just fall out from beneath you. I mean, and end state there is still the same, uh, the platform yeah. being not there. <laughs> right. But uh, it's it's a good homage, I think, whether it's intended or not. Yeah. Um, also, it's, it's always it's always fun. It's always fun. Exactly. And also, I don't know if, if this is intended or not, but the platforms look like breadsticks. Yes. <laughs> and they crumble like breadsticks. Right? It's like you are your feet made of water and they're just breadsticks are just crumbling. <laughs> now I want a burger with breadsticks on the side. <laughs> I, breadsticks or pretzels. Oh, man. I... Mm, what if you got... A uh, burger, but instead of the bun, it's like crispy breadstick. Oh shit! So you have like that, a crispy bun. Does that work? I don't see why I can't. If if deep fried butter can be a thing, why can't <laughs> this be a thing? I'll take it. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> let's just make this a thing. We'll pitch it to the next uh, food meeting that we're thing. in. Yeah, you yeah. know, because we're we're members of we're part of food meetings. Yeah, we're members of food. It's it's an acronym F O O D. Joey, what does what does the acronym stand for? It's a uh, food, on. Um. Oversized. <laughs> food on oversized dinner plates. Yes. <laughs> the P is silent. <laughs> It's, well, dinner plates is one word. That's true. So it's food, yeah. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of defeats the purpose because we're saying food, but whatever. Um, <laughs> That's the whole point. It's beautiful. Um, what else do we got? Uh, just in the beginning, so they're introducing you to the crumbling platforms, but they're kind of doing it in such a way that the platforms crumble very slowly. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to really worry about falling into the pit and dying because the platforms are coming up faster than you're falling through them. Right. So it's kind of already saying like, "Hey, don't fret, yeah. don't Watch don't out. don't freak." But this yeah. is gonna be the yeah. the mechanic the here. Yeah. Um, and as you go through, you get introduced to a few new enemies. Uh, hopping bombs. 
Uh, which just aren't bombs that hop. <laughs> and a rock tosser, dude. I get. The, I don't know. Yeah. Dude gets his rocks off. I'm two. Um. Anyway, uh, it looks like actually you there's destructible terrain that you can mm. actually destroy, but I didn't have the correct elements, I guess. Um, right. equipped for that. Yeah. So I didn't actually destroy the rock terrain. I, I think it might be press or something like that. I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but there are there are rocks in this that could actually be destroyed, kind of opening up new ways of navigating through the stage itself. Right. Um, which is great. Yeah. Um, what else do we got here? Um... Got those uh, hovering guys that shoot discs. Yep, you got the uh, the angel dudes who throw halos. Angel dudes. Yeah. Um, but I think those are a bit later. So moving into section CO two here, uh, and not talk about carbon. Car- no, damn it! I was gonna make <laughs> that joke. <laughs> Too slow. Ah, uh, damn it. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Um. There are some electrical ladders in this section. Uh-huh. So... Wait, electrical ladders? Well, electricity coming down the ladders. Okay, yeah, okay. So it kind of reminds me of actually how Bow Spider kind of moved in the yeah. Mega Man X. It kind yeah. of... Granted, it doesn't change direction. It only goes on one set path here. But it's right. still... It follows a, a line that you have to kind of pay attention to. So you yeah. don't get... Uskewed. <laughs> and for those of you in the know... Or not in the know. That was short for electrocuted. <laughs> which I just skewed. came up with now. Hashtag skewed. Skewed. Um, and as you go through this section, there's a, a CP plus 50. Uh, you fall down a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. A lot of falling, a lot of gravity. Mm-hmm. Nothing really of note there. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, just in the background, I'd have to notice at this point, there are a lot of drills and moving elevators both in the foreground and background, kind of mm-hmm. setting up the, you know, you are in a mine, yeah. so yeah. don't don't maybe, forget that part. Maybe, like, a little foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, what else? There's a few crumbling platforms uh, with enemies that you have to deal with, so you deal yeah. with them quick before the platforms crumble away, but even if you fall, honestly, there is no real problem. You just yeah. land on the where you're supposed to go anyway. You just right. maybe lose access to some health. Right. Um, moving on. Section CO3. Uh, Carbon? Trioxide? <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, is that a thing? I don't carbonate know. Carbonate or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, was I, never, so. I wasn't really good in chemistry or, class. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, anybody who is good in chemistry class, just tweet at us. At it's yeah. the extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joey, we gotta like move super fast in this section. Oh yeah, here we go. Because there are drill crushers coming down from the ceiling to smash us. Yeah, and all they're taking up the whole screen. And they're taking up the whole top of the screen. And then, if that wasn't enough, you have enemies blocking your path that you have to destroy. And on yeah. top of that, you gotta make it through the crumbling platforms actually quicker than yeah. they can. <laughs> than they can which actually. Is, which is ironic. Yeah, you have to break through the crumbling path platforms faster yeah. than they can crumble. Otherwise, yeah. you will crumble. Oh. <laughs> I just came up with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you, it's a, kind of like a time test about, yeah. hey, uh, we know, you understand how quickly these now um, will dissipate in midair once you step on them, but remember back way back when when we taught you how to fall through objects you got to remember that too because it's not going to go as quickly if you just wait um the rest of the level is basically like a race yeah so you get through the end there um and you need to make sure you kill all the enemies to proceed um keep moving through to the next state or next area and kind of like They've upped the ante on all things here. You have another set of electrical ladders, but there yeah. are more of them shooting electricity down, so you got to be right. 
even more wary of where mm-hmm. you're stepping. Um, I forgot to mention, you get an item back there called Nunki. Nunki? Nunki. Again, I don't know what this language is. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you get an item called Nunki, uh, which basically adds an entirely new customization option into your arsenal called Piercing. Um, so they actually break it up into Greek characters. I think it's alpha, beta, and what's the Y-shaped one? Uh, gamma. Alpha, beta, and gamma, I think it is. Yeah. Um, so basically it's, uh, you have three options, whether you want to have your shots go straight through enemies and not terrain, uh, go straight through terrain and not enemies, or go straight through both. Um, which adds an interesting layer to uh, shooting enemies, but um, it kind of comes at a cost, because I guess if you can shoot directly through uh, terrain to hit enemies, great, you clear them out faster, but if you're looking to get a high score and make sure you keep bursting, um, that doesn't work for you because you're too far away to get the burst. Right. So it's more like, hey, if you're kind of in a pinch, and you really want to clear out these guys, and you don't care about your point modifier, then yeah, I'd say go for it. Put it in there. But um, I kind of have gotten fond of upping my my burst combo. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. It's just something to do also in the stage. Kind of, <laughs> it, it adds an extra layer right. of challenge, which I like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the option is there if you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you go through... Uh, I think there was another item that I forgot to mention called Shaula. Shaula. Sha- Shaula. Um, and that it. Yes, Jerem. Do you do you want to explain Shaula? No, you you don't. Why not? I... Oh, really? <laughs> Okay, jeez, Jer, Jerem. Okay, I okay. I see what you mean, and I get I, <laughs> I get why you're so upset. So so to to clue everybody in, because who doesn't speak Jerem? Uh, <laughs> the reason he's so upset is because this is basically a get out of jail free card for if you're an idiot and yeah. happen to jump and happen to jump on some spikes. So. <laughs> It's called, it's called the insta-death resistance. So normally yeah. if you step on spikes, you would die. But if you have this Shaula activated, Shaula. Uh, you can step on almost as many spikes as you want, depending on how, much, how many points you want to put into it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of like putting it on baby mode. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of one of the major challenges of these Mega Man-like games, where... It's kind of implied that there is some instant death traps. Great, fair enough. I mean, for those of you who might need it because this is too challenging, then fair enough. I, I can understand and empathize with your position. But for those of us like me and Joey and Jerem, who have been playing these games for a very long time, we're never, we're never going to use this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I get it. You yeah. know, if you have, like, a beginner gamer. Exactly. Who, like... It, it tracks all types of levels. It's perfect. Exactly. So from a game design perspective, that's perfect. It kind of helps uh, alleviate the pressure off of those people who are not so great at navigating platformers. So it gives them yeah. kind of like, uh, instead of like just being like, fuck this, I, I can't platform. They'll be like, oh, okay, let me turn on the uh, instant death. I'm willing to sink more um, customization points into that so I can actually enjoy myself. Yeah. So from a design perspective, that makes sense. Um, and I don't berate them for that, but uh, Jerem can berate them all day because he ain't no scrub. <laughs> That's right. That was the Jerem war cry. <laughs> uh, but as we go through, uh, we're at section CO5. I think I mm-hmm. missed section CO4. Yeah. Was that the after the ladders, the second ladders? Maybe. I'll have to double check. Uh, but either way, we're on section CO5, and I've dubbed this section Invincibility Run. Nice. Because you need to be invincible here. 
yeah. to keep going because there are platforms that will crumble. Well, actually, no, these platforms don't crumble, but they're holding explosive barrels, which is just another thing they've kind of thrown in here at the end yeah. uh, that will blow up some terrain. Um, and then in the terrain is actually invincibility blocks, which you need because the floor is now just turned into spikes. Mm-hmm. So, like, you need it. Literally. So there's, <laughs> there's no way to proceed unless you have the instant death resistance on and you're willing to take a lot of hits. Um, and then on top of that, since you have this timer now on the, on the uh, invincibility counter, they've decided to also just up the challenge by throwing a bunch of enemies onto the spikes to slow you down just to make sure that yeah. you either have to fight your way by them or take the hit. Or try and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you wouldn't take the hit; you'd be invincible. But I mean, they'll. I but think they still slow you down. I think it'll slow you down and push you back. Yeah. So. And like. Yeah. And then their real objective there isn't to kill you; it's just to make your invincibility run out. Right. Right. So, so that you end up dying to the actual enemy, which is just the floor. <laughs> um, which is a great culmination, but I guess it kind of zigged, or zagged if you're that kind of person, from the main <laughs> mechanic of the crumbling platforms. Right. So they kind of built that up, that you think that would have been the end state here where they just had some, like, crazy Lots fast... Yeah, yeah. Crazy fast falling crumbling platforms or something like that. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, it's still fine, nonetheless. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, building up to this kind of anti-climax of, the, of a completely different... Um, idea, right? That's cool. Like they can't, they don't want to do everything kind of the same format, you know? No, that's true. And I, I guess we'll give them points there. We don't want to keep seeing the exact same kind of layout, and it kind yeah. of keeps you on your toes. Right. Uh, but it is a bit of a cock tease. Yeah, <laughs> a little true. bit. Yeah. Um. And then as you get through to section CO six, you're just at the boss now. Did we, yeah. miss, did we miss anything, or are we good? Uh, no. That's it. All right. Stressful ending. So, yes, we are at Seismic, the boss. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about Seismic. So, okay. man is a dozer in, he looks, ro- in, um, in robot form. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got, like, those land mover... Oh, hands, right. you know? Little those clamps. Yeah. Thing. And his head looks also like... drills. Yeah, and the top of his head kind of looks like those old Tonka trucks that you oh, would yeah. have as a kid <laughs> and, like, using, like, fucking sand in, like, the yes. <laughs> sandboxes to move sand. Doesn't oh, it look God, like that's that? That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I can't unsee that, man. <laughs> yeah, right? There you go. Um... But yeah, he flings a lot of rocks. So one of the main attacks he's going to start off with is flinging rocks at you as he jumps into the air to smash into the ground, which then makes more rocks just fall from the ceiling. So they really went whole hog on this whole he is a land-digging robot. (laughs) Land-digging robot. uh, And then he has another attack where his hands turn into drills and he'll uh, stab them into the ground kind of make increasingly large drills to lag mites. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of, the farther away you are, the bigger the slag mite is. Right. Uh, so it kind of forces you to either have uh, multiple jumps on or to be in close. Uh, yeah. And then his desperation attack, which is kind of not as impressive as the others, is a whirly gig attack where he kind of just jumps into the air, spins uh-huh. like a dervish, and bounces <laughs> across the screen. Yeah. Uh, which isn't as impressive as the rest of them. I'm kind of lumping it in with Dynatron. Uh, okay, and in, that, in that attack. Um, but yeah, he also, I guess, has a block and counterpunch kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Overall, not as interesting as the other bosses, but a uh, fair fight. Yeah, it was still fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the fight enough. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm still going to lump it in with Seismic. I mean, the reason I shat more on that was because the entire stage before it wasn't fun whereas this stage uh-huh. actually kept my attention yeah yeah and I enjoyed it so I'm, a, I'm going to be a little more lenient fair um other than that I think that's about it for seismic in this stage don't you agree yeah I agree 
So, you know what time it is then? Oh, do I? <laughs> Internet backstory. Internet backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep thinking of different ways to intro it. Um, so, si- <laughs> so, Seismic, he is a heavy duty robot proficient in military engineering. He utilizes sturdy excavation arms to break through the natural terrain and demolish man-made structures. Um, nickname is Mike or Mick. Um, weighs in at about uh, whew, a whopping fifteen hundred and twenty-one pounds at nine foot two inches tall, or six hundred ninety kilograms and two hundred eighty centimeters. This is a big boy. Nice. He's a big... Bur- oh, I can take him. I can take him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, Joey is actually 12 feet tall and weighs 2,000 pounds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he is the equivalent of Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't tell anyone. More than meets the eye. <laughs> um, seismic... Went berserk along with the other other robots, um, and heads into the mine. Into a mine, and Sand uh, Technologies loses communications with him. Um, blah blah blah. Personality. Seismic is not a deep thinker. Oh <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Okay. All right. So already stupid. We're nailing it off. Uh, but his strength and work strength and work ethic are second to none. Uh, while under the virus's influence, he speaks in short, simple sentences, omitting helping verbs, and addressing listeners in third person. Uh, he also makes frequent use of construction lingo, including phrases such as hard hat area and under construction. Um, I don't think that's construction lingo per se. I was thinking more like if you call like a building like a buildo. Uh, clearly, I right. know I know zero things about construction lingo, but that was more like construction puns. Construct, yeah, fair enough. Which is uh, I'm okay with. <laughs> fair enough. I think they would appreciate it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this effect seems to linger after he's freed from the virus's control, uh, though only for a short time. Uh, in the highway and robot factory stages, Mike you, Mick uses first and second person pronouns and speaks in a grammatically correct sentence. Uh, although Mick Mike is blunt and gruff, he cares deeply for his siblings, immediately asking Beck why uh, asking why Beck was deep underground and stating that it was dangerous after being cured of the virus. Mm. Okay, so he's a big, basically a big robot teddy bear. Yeah, um, that's what he looks like. Yeah, fair enough. Actually, I, I said that off the cuff, but it's not bad. Uh, <laughs> seismic's development. Uh, In January of 2014, the team stated that the theme for Seismic was beginning, uh, from the beginning, was Earth. But not in terms of controlling the element, but having the power to flatten and destroy. Uh, Artist Kimo Kimo designed Mighty Number 4, which is Seismic, and gave him a construction machinery theme with a dump truck head, body of a crane, and excavator-like hands. Excavator, that's the word I was looking for. Um... (laughs) When presented to Inafude, he stated that the design made Money Number no. Four look unintelligent, and com- commented on how uh, Number no. Four's chest resembled uh, a car, which might have given the impression he could transform. Uh, <laughs> Inafune's suggestions included adding a tire around his waist and elbows, making him look tougher and harder. Okay, All it makes right. him. It honestly, if you're looking at this picture right now, which I I think you do, you should. It makes it look like he has a buoy on, like <laughs> when babies don't know how to swim very well. Yeah, yeah. And they like put a buoy on them that goes around their waist, and they're just yeah, kind like, of floating in true. the water. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, make him well, look. He probably couldn't float otherwise. Yeah, so I don't think it makes him look harder and tougher. I think it makes him look honestly the opposite. <laughs> He's like, oh, boy, I'm not comfortable with this water thing. (laughs) Um, And then just to close it out here, a little bit of trivia. uh, It's possible that Seismic is based on bosses who have more massive bodies, such as Gutsman and Concrete Man. 
Uh, also similar to Turbo Man and Galaxy Man, who can transform. Uh, apparently, uh, Seismic's design is Kimo Kimo's favorite. Uh, that's the lead character developer. So he loves Seismic. Cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and that is all I got for Seismic. Internet backstory. Internet backstory. <laughs> that was good. Right. Oh man, perfect. And we have one more stage left. Joey, are you ready to go rolling around so at the speed of sound? Ready. So ready for this, Zach. Let's finish this off. We've had one more fight. Time to drive to the highway and get stuck in robo traffic. But while we're stuck <laughs> in this But while we're stuck in this robo traffic, please enjoy these soothing melodies. Welcome, Welcome back, back. people. Ah, Welcome damn back, it. people. Jinx, you owe Welcome me a... Welcome back, people. Oh, he's broken. <laughs> Break him out of it. Smack him. <laughs> Welcome back, people. Okay, good. Dude, are you good now? Yes. Did we fix you? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was... That was uncomfortable. Honestly, that's how I feel after a day of getting stuck in highway traffic, so I feel you, man. <laughs> um... But yes, we're, we finished through the highway and, by proxy, all the normal stages. This is right. 
So before we move on to talk about that, let's run through the highway, yeah. uh, which I do not recommend. Don't don't run through <laughs> don't run through a highway, guys. That's no. not gonna end well for you. It'd probably be really tiring too. Yeah, if you don't get hit. Yeah, you're just gonna you you may as well take the low way. The way. Okay, I'm done. Um. <laughs> No way. God damn it. No uh, way. I feel like I'm losing my pun steam. <laughs> You're um, unleashing them all on Twitter, that's why. That's true. Check out our Twitter, guys. I'm going crazy. Yeah. I'm going ham on these puns. Oh, these are great puns on Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a bit of help on some of them, but uh, they're, they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to send them out. Um, nice. If you like puns, follow our Twitter. At, uh, yeah. at it's the extreme. Um, so let's talk about the stage. Uh, the music, I'm kind of picturing like a chase scene between two motorcycles caught in a deadly... Yeah. In the deadliest duel. Kind of what it is, almost. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of like, you ever hear this game called Road Rash? No. It was on the N64. It was basically like a racing game, except the difference was that you beat the shit out of ever other racers with legitimate <laughs> weaponry like nice. a fucking baseball bat or <laughs> a mace or like some fucking pepper spray or whatever cool. um and you were on motorcycles <laughs> um it was actually not a bad game um uh, for those of you who might want to check it out um anyway on the stage itself the only notable enemy that i found here is uh, surprised blade, surprised blady, surprised blady. You know he looks like blady, but he's like his eyes look like they're really wide, like an owl's. Like when he's like, oh, <laughs> he's very surprised. <laughs> um, but yeah, we go through the stage here, and honestly, from a game design and uh, art design standpoint, the cars and trucks look a bit awkwardly out of place in my opinion yeah it's kind of weird yeah they just don't seem to fit the style that i've seen or they yeah. didn't they didn't put as much effort into making the cars look like cars yeah it doesn't like it, look like a highway either to no. be honest well i mean eventually you do get to a part of a highway yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just in the beginning here it looks like you're more under like a causeway or something like underground right. Um, but like, yeah. but the trucks just kind of look weird. It looks like they just made a square and put that as like the box for the truck. Yeah. Like they didn't really put any kind of effort into that. Again, yeah, it just kind of comes off like that. Yeah, but like maybe they did it on purpose. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a bit jarring, is all. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're introduced to the new mechanic of this stage, which is a super Mega Manny. Uh, dis- <laughs> disappearing platforms. Yes. This is definitely a callback to Mega Man 1, for sure. Uh, for sure. I think his name is Fi- Fi- Flame-, Flame Man, Fire Man. Okay. Flame-, Flame Man, shit, I don't remember his name. He looks like a Zippo lighter. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, might be Fire Man. Heat Man? Heat Man. Heat Man. Heat Man, I think. Um, But that was the stage that they introduced that Where they just had little disappearing blocks These aren't quite blocks, they're more platforms But the same kind of uh, Idea applies Where it's uh, disappearing all the time Um, But again Because There's so much customization in this game Mm -hmm. You can basically Bypass this kind This obstacle Just because they gave you the aerial action uh, Uh Customization you can crank that baby up to three, and you'll basically have four jumps, so you don't really have to worry about falling <laughs> off these platforms. Yeah. Which kind of negates the challenge of this, yeah. but at the same time, you want that customization there, because you don't want them to string you along and right. be like, oh, no, no, you can't use customization for this stage. Yeah. So it's kind of a tough line to draw there. Yeah, kind of like takes away from the puzzle just a little aspect bit aspect of it but yeah. like but again you could be playing yeah. a completely different loadout 
and yeah. not not have the aerial action. Right. Um, which then the puzzle will still be there. Yeah. Um, but they do actually try and ramp up the difficulty. In the first one, there's no real uh, enemy or danger. In the second one, there's there's they just kind of add a roaming enemy at the bottom that you can't destroy. So if you do happen to fall, you're not going to die, but you might take some damage. Right. So it's kind of ramping up the difficulty on this, kind of conveying the concept. Yeah. Again, and you can't you can't kill that enemy either. Exactly. So it's kind of just allowing you, showing you, hey, we're making sure that you're getting this, but uh, there's going to be a slight consequence if you yeah. fuck up on this one. It's not Keep a huge you one. Honest. Exactly. Yeah. It's keeping you on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get up to the highway, and did you notice how on the background one of the buildings looks like a bootleg power symbol on the building? Bootleg power symbol? What do you mean? Like it looks like one of the like a power symbol on like a computer. Like okay, okay. Yeah. Except except like if you it's like a hook. Yeah, like if you hooked it at the end. Yeah. Um, can you turn off the building if you push that button? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like either that or it's like communism has like infected right. the land now, and it's like Could some be weird political. Who knows? Some weird version of a hammer and sickle. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe this virtual program is like in virtual communist Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. There could be some deep lore behind this game. There's lore behind lore that I'm not <laughs> that we're not even considering. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to call that out. Um, as you move through the stage, though, not too much to talk about. It's kind of uh, fighting through hordes of enemies. Uh, yeah. There is a secret room that does house a second secret room. I only call that out because it's the only one that's done that so far. Nice. Granted, the second secret room only has a sticker in it, so it's not super worth it. I mean, if you're if you're a uh, collector or like one of those people who likes completion bonuses, then yeah, yeah, this is a good idea. But I don't really see uh, need. Um, I did happen to pick up on a potential theme in this stage. I don't get it really, but maybe you can help me out with this, Joe. What? Um, I'm, I saw, like, a theme of, like, X's and O's. Okay. So, some of the... So, first off, there are two stickers in the stage that both have an X and an O. Um, there are some O's in the background of the buildings. Uh, there are X's on some platforms. I don't, I don't get yeah. this. Is there some special significance to this in the highway or this in the boss? I don't know. Is there maybe something that I'm not picking up on? You think? I am I thinking about it too much? Am I thinking about it too much again? Could be a reach. Yeah. Or, or we could be on something. I don't know. Yo, Inti creates. Hit me up. Let yeah. me know. If, let me know if I'm right, or if I'm just a raving madman lunatic. Or no, probably not that. Just more a nerd who's really thinking about this way too much again. <laughs> um, but as you move through here, you end up falling onto a moving train, moving car. Something. something, I don't know. It's something that's moving, but again, I don't know what's moving. You you made a point here, Joe. I don't know if it's the background that's moving or the cars. Yeah, we're just standing still, actually. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I mean, these cars, I don't get how they move, but they don't have wheels. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh... They're uh, hovering, no. They, they, don't, they don't look like they're hovering. At least I'm not seeing anything that indicates that they're hovering. Yeah. I think I think you're right, man. I think they Hanna Barbera the shit out of this, and oh, just yeah. made the background move. And back, if Gunvolt looks to the left, he'll just see like a guy cranking a screen that's moving. He's like, "Pay no mind <laughs> to me. I just make they, the screen move." They did a good job though with the perspective. You have like the different levels. Like the back is moving slow. The yeah. front is moving faster. Yeah, and the floor yeah. is moving a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, although, there was a weird thing that I noticed. Uh, I killed an enemy, and it dropped an item onto the ground. 
And uh-huh. since the ground is moving, I would have thought that the item would have kind of been shot backwards and like off the screen. It uh-huh. it didn't though. It just kind of stood there, which made well. me which made me think that I should try and get it. Um, mm-hmm. And I did, but I took damage hitting the floor, which made sense. But. I don't know. It was just weird. Where was the item? It was just like a... On the ground? Yeah, it was on the ground. Oh, yeah, that is weird. Yeah, <laughs> right? That was just a weird thing, I noticed. Huh. Um, and then, uh, oh, we're just kind of at the boss now. Oh, apparently. Yeah, we're, we're just... we're. Hey, we're at the boss now. Hey. Where, where did this come from? <laughs> You were telling me it reminded you of something. Oh, true. It, it reminded me of Slash Beast. Yeah, it's very much you so. You remember that? Yeah, guys, remember back when we were reviewing X4? Check that out. Episodes, I don't remember, but go look at our backlog. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can check out our back catalog on Google Play and iTunes and Podbean. Podbean. Um, what else? Do you want to talk about the boss? Sure. Okay, let's talk about it. Brandish. Brandish. It's kind of brandy, but brandish. Brandish. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was good. <laughs> it's um, like it's like what? it's like it's like our various different internet presences. It's we're brand we're brandish. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's just um, got a few presences. Yeah, just a few a, online. Pre- just not, a few. Not a lot. Just a few. Um, and this dude... Is red. Is red. He's super red. Um, he kind of reminds me of, like, a mixture between actually a few... Of two side characters from the past. Um, do you do you remember Proto-Man? No. Okay, there was a guy in Mega Man original who was... Just a brief backstory here. Side tangent, you um, He was, like, the original Mega Man's, like, brother i guess he was like the first mega man a proto man okay um but uh he had a similar design to brandish right now uh he had a a lot of a red design he actually had sunglasses on uh his defining feature though was a giant uh shield um i don't know if he had the yellow scarf or not that might be actually the scarf and the blades might be a reference to zero because Zero had long, flowing blonde hair and Zero. preferred yeah. to use blades. Yeah. Right? Do you kinda, see that? Kind of looks like Zero, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, maybe I think... I, I don't think I'm too far off on that. Um, so, Brandish. This guy's got a lot of flair with these swords. Uh, man can whirl the shit out of these blades and basically turn himself oh, yeah. into a whirly gig of death. A whirly gig of death. Yeah, so nice. he spins himself so fast that his blades continue spinning. So he does a blade ring attack. So nice. he'll shoot, throw his two blades at you in two different directions, and mm-hmm. they come straight back, and you have to kind of dodge out of the way um, on their on their return trip. Uh, he'll try and do blade another ring. blade ring. He'll try and do a yeah. simple just like slashing attack where he kind of tries to hone in on your position and slash you. And then his most incredulous attack, by far, has got to be, um, (laughs) I don't even know how to describe this, dude. Um, Just do it. Just describe it. Okay, he brings down fucking helicopters onto you? Like, he he jumps into the sky and, like, breaks off his two swords into two different directions, uh... One, it brings down a giant fucking helicopter on each side of the screen, just smashes them into the ground, and then one final helicopter smashes straight down with Brandish kind of actually cutting straight through the last one and doing this grand slam of a crushing uh, strike right into the middle. And if you're... And even if you're out of the way of his strike, the debris from the remains of the helicopter could also hit you too, which is just 
Fuck it's you. fucking nuts. Right? Yeah, right, Jerem? Jesus. That's crazy, Wait, right, Jerem? Where did he get these, like, helicopters from? I don't know. I'm t- I literally. Then he could just throw at people. It's like, oh, I'll just throw these helicopters that I have. <laughs> he just has them on hand. There's like 17 yeah. up in the sky. <laughs> And he's just like, you! And he, like, points and grabs them. He's like, oh, God, not again! <laughs> Why did we fly over the fight? This was a bad <laughs> idea! Uh, but it is just fucking bananas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool fight, though. Cool fight. Um, that is about it for the fight, though, unless I'm missing mm-hmm. anything. Nope. Um, okay, so... Stage clear. Stage clear. Internet backstory! (laughs) Internet backstory. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, You got done yourself, Zach. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Brandish, let's talk about him. Uh, In Japanese, Brandishu. Brandishu. Uh, is an assault robot proficient in hit-and-run tactics. Uh, possesses, sword ca- possesses swords capable of cutting any substance and the mastery to wield these blades freely. Uh, Mighty Number no. 7, uh, also known as Brand. Um, weighing in at about 331 pounds and 5 foot 6 inches tall, uh, 167 centimeters and 150 kilograms. He actually... That's actually about my... No, I'm actually taller than Brandish. Okay. Cool. I had just cool. a weird revelation there. Sorry. <laughs> um, he does look short. He does look short. Uh, but Brandish's background... Um, now let's talk about his personality. These, these backgrounds haven't been great. Um, personality. Brandish is a traditional warrior who values discipline and self-control. For these reasons, he becomes deeply distressed when he realizes that he has become infected by the virus. He speaks respectfully to his opponents and warns Beck to stay away from him, which shows that he is afraid of destroying a fellow fighting... Fighting number? Mighty number. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. His development. Uh, After Beck's design was improved, Kimo Kimo went ahead and designed a brother robot for Beck on his own and wasn't even assigned to work on boss designs at this point. Uh, Kimo Kimo was aiming for something cool, but the end product actually made people giggle, and he liked the idea so much that Kimo Kimo told the team, if you end up needing a red-colored guy, you have to let me design him. Imaida <laughs> uh, said that they were settling uh, on the parts that each mighty number would fill in the overall story, uh, Inafune specified one of them to play an especially important role. Uh, that's when Brandish's unique aspects became more defined. Inafune wanted a sword-wielding robot that fans would really respond to. Kimo Kimo wanted one very cool boss with an awesome backstory. Then it hit him. He could reuse that red guy he made before and want this character to have a cooler, sharper feel to him. Uh, Kimo, Kimo Kimo was struck upon another bit of inspiration. Bruce Lee. Uh, he continued saying, not that his personality or personal history are related to Brandish at all, but he was a longtime fan. Um, soon afterwards, the sword evolved into a more scissor-like design. Uh, he got more requests from Inafune, including one that, uh, one that he carried the swords on his back when not in use, almost like butterfly wings. Uh, mm-hmm. He was the first design Kimo Kimo worked on, not including Beck, and the last one he finished. But Brandish became the character he was most attached to and hoped everyone liked his design, which kind of contradicts the last backstory where they said Kimo Kimo likes Seismic the most, so... Hmm. Hmm. Okay. A <laughs> um, little bit of trivia here. Uh, Brandish's name means to wave or flourish something, especially a weapon as a threat or an anger. Um, Brandish... Okay, I'm not going through all this. Um, 
He resembles a lot of different characters, which I'm not all going to go through, but one of which is Zero. Um, of course. And Zero and Proto Man, actually. Oh, Proto Man did Very have a scarf. Discussed it. Which I did. So I was right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, in the earlier designs of him, it can be seen that his scarf is gray and formed, uh, formed like a scissor. Uh, his big chin also wasn't drawn yet. Uh, Brandish was the last mighty number to be presented to the public, and it is never explained why or how Brandish was able to resist the virus infection. But that's it. That's all I got for... No, Jerem, sorry, there's no more. I got... That's all I got for... That's all I got for Brandish. <laughs> and that's all we got to do to or that's all we can do today also because joey has got to run off he's got a hard yes, date he gotta get to um uh so let's wrap this up quickly joey do you, you want to do the honors sure thanks for listening everybody we really appreciate it oh man wait joey before we before we sign off oh, yeah there's Good one call. one I more just thought i thought of it too. there's one, one more important thing we got to talk about quickly Yes. Um, we forgot. We beat all the bosses, so there's a yes. quick, quick cutscene we need to go through. You remember? Okay, quickly. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll run through this cutscene. So, Jewel senses that some of the uh, robot masters that we fought have septimal power, kind of the thing that Gunbolt has, but Gunbolt doesn't quite believe that. Uh, and then we have a picture, finally, in one of these cutscenes, which kind of shows what Jewel and Gunbolt look like. Uh, Gunbolt... Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of found it interesting. He has a ponytail that actually fades into a dark purple, which is interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. He then notices, oh, there's like some snow falling or something like that, but then realizes it's kind of more like paint chips falling uh-huh. off of a wall. Uh, and then he kind of notices that there's a fissure now, a crack in reality, and decides to jump through it into the one of the final stages, the gateway. And now that is the end. <laughs> Cool, uh, cool little transition. Yeah, so we'll talk more about that next week. But Joey, sorry to cut you off, bud. Let's do the outro. Yeah. So, yes, thank you, everybody. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you for following us on Twitter. Yeah, thank you so much. We really appreciate and it. Instagram now. Yeah. yeah, we have an Instagram tell us, now. Tell them, tell them about our Instagram account. So I just set us up an Instagram, and I'm really yeah. liking <laughs> I'm liking posting on Instagram. Nice. Um, it's a lot of fun, considering I have all these Mega Man pictures that I wanted to put up, and Twitter is oh, not awesome. so not so great about putting pictures up. Right. Um, so check us out on on Instagram. Our, our uh, follow us at it's the Xtreme. Uh, I usually post uh, pictures uh, from the Mega Man art book that I purchased yeah. a while back. So I am not going to be running out of pictures to take for a long <laughs> while. Um, and occasionally maybe take pictures of my dog. <laughs> <laughs> or the dog that I am a dog uncle to. Um, dog uncle. Yeah. yeah. A, d- a dunkle, if you will. Um, but yeah, check us out on, on Instagram. Uh, we're yeah. going to be setting up a Facebook group soon. Joey's going to be doing that. Facebook page. Yep, we're going to have a Facebook page, so you'll like, you can like us on that. Um, we're still checking out any emails you send to us at it's the extreme at gmail.com. Uh, please remember to, to like us on, in, on whatever. Yeah. Podbean, play. iTunes, Google play. Yep. Anything like that. Everything. Um, yeah. Other than that, we might have some big news next week that we want to share with you guys, but just kind of going to leave it at that. I'm going <laughs> to wet your palate a little bit, but, yeah. uh, Until next week, uh, don't forget to write it down, but we're in the final stages of Mighty Number Number Beck. (laughs) (laughs) Mighty Gunvolt Burst. That's it. That's the one. Nailed it. It's been a long day, you guys. We'll we'll, We'll talk to you next week, all right? Yeah, see you later.